What's up, visionaries? Welcome to episode number 55 of the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. What happens when you compare? Comparatitis. We're going to be addressing comparatitis. Hello, visionaries. Welcome to Create Your Vibrant Life podcast, where you can create the life you desire by tapping into your inner wisdom. I'm your host, Padma Ali. I'm widely known in the field of psychology to create long-lasting transformation. And now, I'm here to help you create the life you desire using a combination of neuropsychology and ancient healing practices. This podcast is for you, evolved, overachieving leader who's ready to unlock your highest potential. I'm here to guide you through a process of self-discovery to be the creator of your destiny. And you can do all of that by just taking aligned actions, tapping into the power of your brain, your inner wisdom and ancient practices. So stay tuned, folks. I am so delighted you are here. I came up with this word comparatitis, and then I realized that it's actually a word that people use. (laughs) Comparatitis. Ooh, what happens when you compare? It is such, it is, it is something that is, I notice so much with people around me. I've seen this with my clients. I've seen this within my own self and it still rears its head up sometimes when I see somebody and I feel like, oh, they have, they're doing what I've been, I've been wanting to do. It's hard not to go into the comparison game. It's just the ego talking, but in that moment, it feels like, oh, I am not as successful. So what happens when you compare? And why do we compare? And what more than why, forget the why, what happens when you compare yourself? You may, you may have already realized that when you're comparing yourself, it's actually, it's actually you not valuing your own self And these beliefs are sometimes so deep, so deep that you're not even aware that it's a belief. See, you may, you may think that, you may think that when you compare, when you feel like, oh, someone's doing better than you, it's going to give you the extra boost to also do things. And yes, some people actually work like that. But most people I know just start feeling bad about themselves. They just don't feel good about themselves. They feel like they are failing. These are the labels that I've heard my clients put on themselves, friends put on themselves, and I've done it too with my own self, especially with the business that didn't work out. Like, oh, I failed like because someone else did better than me. And, you know, woe me, right? At the end of the day, when you compare it doesn't, it, it puts you in the state of poor me. And we all know what happens when we go into this place of poor me, right? See, the bottom line is ultimately comes down to cho- a choice. When you see someone succeeding, I'm going to put that in, co- co- in quotes because success is subjective. When you see someone sub- su- successful, 
and you find yourself going, why am I not that way? Why didn't I achieve it? Why didn't I get, why haven't I been able to grow my business faster? Why haven't I made that income? Whatever that is. You have a choice in that moment to either believe, believe that you're failing or you're not successful enough or you could be doing more or whatever that that underlying belief is. You can either continue to believe those lies and it is a lie that you're telling yourself or you have a choice to value who you are and how far you've come from the day you were born. You can't have both. So what will you choose? What will you choose in that moment? What will you choose? Will you choose to value yourself for being who you are? Or continue to believe those lies that you've told yourself or maybe other people have told you. And when you compare yourself, your life is pretty much done. (laughs) I'm being so dramatic, but it is true. Because you're no longer, think about this, you're no longer living in your zone of genius. You are trying to do what someone else is doing. And that does not allow for your own creativity to shine and your light to shine because you are unique. You may or may not have realized that already about yourself. You know, when I was little, I looked up to my big sister so much for the longest time. I wanted to be like her and I was nothing like her. We are polar. We were pretty polar opposites. I think now it's different as we've gotten older. But we were pretty polar opposites. And I always wanted to be like her. I would tail, in tail, what is that? I used to tag around with her and I always wanted to be. She was so good at math. I was so bad at math. And you know, I realized something, guys, like ever since I said I don't use good and bad, I've been using a lot of good and bad in my vocabulary. It's so funny to to think about the things that you say you don't do, and then you seem to find yourself doing those things, the paradox of life. So I used to compare myself a lot to her. And oh, boy, it took so long to come to that place of realizing that she is who she is, and I am who I am. There's nothing to compare. But I see this even with my own kids. Like if I say, if I if I praise one of my children, the other one will be like, what about me? What about me? And I think it's just ingrained human nature to want to be recognized and want to be seen and want to be valued. And we feel like it's like a it's like a finite pie in the sky. If I if someone if one person is being complimented, somehow the other person is not. Or like if somebody's successful, that means it takes away from somebody else's success. Or if that person has X amount of um, money or whatever their their Um, wealth status is like somehow other people can't have that because it's limited resource that we are fighting for. And that's so not true. That is absolutely not true. And when you find yourself comparing, notice it comes down to self-worth, self-love, like do you value yourself? And when you go in down that spiral, it does something to your brain. You know what it does? It starts firing those neurons that keep you trapped in struggle 
and in turn makes you feel angry and sad and dejected and hopeless. And what are you likely to do when you feel sad or dejected and hopeless and angry? What do you do? You know, I see, I see one of two things that people do. Either you get paralyzed and do nothing. Or the second piece, which is often what I see more, more often than the par- paralyzed and do nothing. The second behavior pattern I notice is people go into doing mode. They do. They start doing. Because A, they don't want to face that feeling. They don't like to feel what they're feeling. So they try to cover it up by doing more. And if you're finding yourself envious of someone who's successful, chances are you want to be that. So again, the brain is programmed to think if I just do more, I am going to get what I am, what that person did get. But here is the piece that most people miss. When you do without changing how you're feeling, that doing will not result in anything that you want. Maybe it'll give you a little relief from that feeling because you're like, oh, I'm doing something about this. But trust me, if you want some specific outcome, that outcome will not happen. Not will not, may not happen. Because unless you change the, 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 the being that you are on the inside, unless you change your identity of how you feel about yourself, the outside doing will only go so far. So I invite you to do this. When you find yourself comparing, if you find yourself comparing, here are two things for you. And maybe you're one of those people who doesn't compare at all, which is amazing. I hope you are that person. But if you do, and guys, I fall into the trap too sometimes. And now when I look at something and go, oh, how come I'm not there yet? I want to be there now. Impatience. Impatience used to be my middle name. No longer is, but I used to get very impatient so quickly, so fast about something that I wanted and I wanted it now and I wanted it five minutes ago. <laughs> I used to be that. It's hard to believe it, right? And, but it's, it's, it never served me. It never served me. So if you find yourself comparing, you can do two things. One, write down every single thing in your life that you have been, you have done, that you're proud of, that you are, that's been amazing for you from the smallest to the biggest. Hey, even birthing my children, I put that on my list. (laughs) Birthing is not easy. So I put that on my list of things that I feel like I have accomplished or I am proud of. I am. And this is a practice that actually we do in our home every single night. What is one thing that you're proud of about yourself during the day that you did or didn't do? Whatever that is not about doing, but what are you proud of about yourself today? And sometimes it is like with my children, I might, I might say something like, I, I, and if they, if they can come up with something, which many days they don't, I notice some things for them. I notice that maybe my son was kind to his sister or my, my daughter did something sweet for her brother. Like I might just notice something. And sometimes my proud moments are, I, I rested today. I, took time for a walk 
or I didn't do anything today. So those, those can be proud moments. And this is something, again, we do as a family every single day. And it is amazing because it stops you from, it doesn't even bring the comparison part. And it makes you focus on who you are. So I'm inviting you to write down, make a list, and actually put it in your phone because you have your phone with you all the time. These are your badass moments. Like put them in your phone that you can refer to at any time. Anytime you find yourself comparing or not feeling good about yourself, pick up that list and look at it. Look at all the amazing things that you have accomplished. It is really remarkable. I bet you have so many of those moments in your life. So the second tip for you, if you find yourself comparing, is... This I learned from my friend, Jen. Staying in your lane. She talks about it staying in your circle. That's what she says. I call it staying in my lane. Stay in my lane. Because I am not the person who I'm comparing myself to, right? Whoever you're comparing yourself to has their own path in life. They have their own karmic journey. They have their own things that they are here to do. You are not them. They are not you. You are unique and embrace your uniqueness. Celebrate the person that you are. And also, here's an invitation to you, whoever you're comparing yourself to. Celebrate them. Celebrate them because when you celebrate them, you're bringing back that You're signaling to the universe that you are ready for that kind of success too. So stay in your zone of genius, stay in your lane or stay in your circle, like my friend Jen says. And what if you operated from this place of your, my success is inevitable. And that's an amazing place. That's an amazing mantra to have. My success is inevitable then it takes away this notion of there's only one pie in the sky. And trust me, I have been through this comparison thing. It does not, does not work. It does not serve you. It will never serve you. See, the bottom line is, these kind of difficult situations in our life is unavoidable, right? And what I mean by difficult is when you find yourself comparing yourself to someone else about whatever success they've had, it means that something in your life is not working out. So that whatever is not working out is unavoidable. And in those moments, instead of trying to control the outcome, which is like swimming upstream, What if you allowed, you allowed yourself instead of forcing and trying to force something to happen, allow that to just unfold the way it needs to unfold? You know, if you haven't listened to that episode on human design, I really invite you to listen to that because the the guest I had in that podcast episode, Charlie, talks a lot about allowing versus forcing. So I invite you in those moments to use some of the tools. I'm going to recommend some tools that you use when you find yourself forcing versus allowing. So to move from forcing to allowing, you can do breath work. Just 
go to YouTube and look for some breath work, how to do breath work. And if there's enough interest, if you DM me on Instagram, I, I might do a masterclass on breath work. It's something I practice quite a bit. You can journal, write down, write down in your journal, whatever you fear, like so that it's done, it's out of your system, and then you're no longer thinking about it. These are tools and that way it's out of your system. The third is something I do, again, I recommend and I do every single day is immerse yourself in uplifting knowledge, whether it's books, podcasts, because these things, when you can keep yourself uplifted, right, it then there's no more room for these negative thoughts of comparing or like something not working out. Why is it happening better for them? Why am I why am I suffering? Any of those why me questions will not even come up when you are surrounding yourself by uplifting thoughts and uplifting knowledge. Some of my favorite books for that, there's a book, there's a book that is called The Surrender Experiment. I forget the name of the author. And then there's another one called The Four Agreements. I love The Four Agreements. It's such a great book. Don Miguel Ruiz. And I'm also here to guide you, you know, if you're ready to be like a blade of grass in a storm, just moving, just flowing with the wind and allowing your own inner strength to guide you, then reach out to me because that's what I'm here for. I'm gonna, I can help you get to that place. And my methodology really combines the brain and ancient practices because that's that's what brings about the amazing transformation. So if you're ready for that, please reach out to me and let's see if we can work together if it's a good fit. I only have one spot left for this month. So, and that also concludes our episode. This is, this is, I really invite you to drop into this to see how you can celebrate you, be who you are, and lean and trust into knowing that everything that your heart desires will happen, will absolutely happen. So that concludes this episode. And as always, you know, share your thoughts. I love hearing from you. So share your thoughts. DM me on Instagram. Just share your how this has been for you. And share this with your friends and family. Share and please leave a review if you found value in these episodes. I really um I so grateful if you can leave a review because it will help all of us reach more people and the more upliftment we bring to the planet, the better all our lives are going to be. This is for another episode, but we are so interconnected, so interconnected. So it would really mean a lot to me if you can leave a review and share this episode. All right, my friends, that concludes this episode. And next week is it's the beginning of the second year that this podcast was born. And next week, I have a beautiful, amazing episode because it is the anniversary of this podcast. And it also happens to be my birthday. 
It is my 45th birthday, I think. Oh my goodness, I forget how long I've been on this planet. But I, it's my, it's so, it's a very special episode, and I'm going to be sharing my life learnings up to, until this midpoint in my life. I was going to say life history. I'm not yet history. I'm still here. Goodness, you can tell. I it's late. Um, I will connect with you all later. Have a beautiful, wonderful day, and talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. I have a request for you. If you found value, chances are that your friends and family will too. So if you can leave a positive review on iTunes, it will help reach so many more people. And if you have any topics or questions you would like me to feature, please send them to support at PadmaAli.com. And lastly, please share your takeaways and breakthroughs with me on Instagram at PadmaAli. Thank you so much for tuning in. 